On the north side of Chicago It's the coolest bar in town And if you go up there You better just beware You're gonna find a bunch of clowns It's a mad, mad, crazy bar The whole damn place is just so bizarre Full of all the vice and sin where do we even begin? Tip your bartenders. Hi, everybody. This is Pub Crawlers with um, a guy we call the geriatric genius. And? And clown and rock and roll roof. Hello, hello. The whole gang is here. Yeah. Well, not our old gang because our the old new gang, gang. The new gang. The new gang, yeah, exactly. It's like the sequel. The sequel. Yeah. We're I mean, the most si- sequels are pretty shitty, so we're the I sequel. Hope this one's now, Godfather Two was good. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like no, like Empire Strikes Back was good after Star Wars. Ugh, barf. Do you actually watch sequels. any of that crap? Only? Well, you like all that science fiction. Right? I actually don't, but anyway, there's some good sequels, but most of the sequels are crappy. Yeah. It's like remember remember that did you ever see the movie Romancing the Stone, one of the greatest movies ever? Yeah, I remember that. And then they came out with Jewel of the Nile. Shit, shitty, no, shitty, shitty. I didn't see the. No, the I that love was what, on um, cable the other night. Who's Jewel that? Who's that hot chick? Kathleen that, Turner. God, she was. Did you ever see? She it? was remember so hot in that and, movie. And remember in Body Heat? Oh yeah. God, and then she just turned. She hit the wall so fucking hard. It broke like my big heart. time, big time. It's unfortunate what happens. Look at Marlon Brando. Well, he just got real fat. But yeah, I gotta, well, same. I got to tell my favorite Marlon Brando story. Mar- uh, remember uh, comic Kohotek? No. Remember it? Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, yep. it was this big thing. It was, they're publicizing this shit. This monster comet was going to be circling the United States, and it would be coming around every week or so. I don't know what it was. So there was this big lover's lane in, in uh, L.A., way up on top of some place. So they're all up there going to watch Kahootek. And who? a car, big car pulls up. Big fat guy gets out of the car in a bathrobe with a huge tray of chocolate chip cookies. It was Marlon Brando. He didn't want to eat them, so he brought them up to everybody. That's nice. That's a good story. Yeah, it's a cute story. Really cute story. Yeah, fat guy story. <laughs> was he fat at this point? Oh, he was, yeah, he was... <laughs> Was it the 70s, the 60s? No, Kahootek. God I feel damn. Like I, ta- I feel like I talked about this in a, in a previous show, but there's this, uh, stories about Marlon Brando and uh, James Dean having a thing. I don't, I don't yeah, believe that. Yeah, all those guys. Paul Newman. Yeah, I mean, they, well, you know what I Montgomery told Ebert? Montgomery Cliff. E- Ebert, well, Montgomery <laughs> Cliff, uh, yeah. His, his poop hole had to be as big as Grand Canyon. Oh but, <laughs> but... As far I told Ebert because you know Ebert was always bitching because people are always call him a faggot, and I said Roger, you gotta understand, when you're a celebrity, you gotta prove you're not. You know the burden of proof. You're automatically assumed you're gay if you're a celebrity. What? What do you mean what? What what do you what are you looking at incredulously at me? Because I that's not I would not think of that. Well, I would. Because you know why? I'm a big picture guy. <laughs> You're a dirty picture Clown guy. would think of that. Well, Mrs. Clown loves that. She tells me all the time who fucked who back in the day. 
She's fascinated by it. I do like well, those stories. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. fascinated too. I want to know who's doing who. <laughs> but it's not just gay. No, we want to know hetero stuff too. Yeah, we want to know all this stuff. Well, she says, what was things. it? Uh, she said that Christopher Walken and uh, what's his name were fucking each other when. Christopher, who, who died? He, on the boat. Who, who was it? Oh, um, uh, Robert Fred? Wagner. Robert Wagner and. Wait, wait, he Natalie killed Natalie no, Wood. Natalie, Natalie Wood. Wood. Yeah, but everybody yeah. knows that Robert Wagner tossed her over. And 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 Robert, uh, and uh, Christopher Walken's kept his mouth shut. Well, we can't speculate. Well, sure, we can speculate. Why the hell not? Yeah. Because we're still trying to get sponsors for this damn show. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any of you uh, porn websites out there? Or All right. Well, like? listen. You know, we actually are making some strides here. Unbelievably. We have some big news, right? I don't think the podcast has big news. Sure, sure. The podcast is a part of the bar. The bar has some big news. It's called As the Ale House Turns because it's the Old Town Ale House. Okay, we'll we'll take full credit. The podcast take credit. I have no problem. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So um, the Jimmy Kimmel show is coming to the bar uh, in a couple of weeks. And uh, it's going to be a thing. Well, it's it's gonna be Guillermo. Guillermo, the sidekick. What's the correct pronunciation? Guillermo. Oh Christ! So we can say that. First of all, it starts with a fucking G. G- yeah, G- Guillermo. G. So Camel's not gonna be here. He's gonna be here. No, he's Guillermo's gonna be here. The sidekick Guillermo. No, what the the, the bid is. So now I thought they'd keep it quiet personally, but no, they they, they announced made it, it, on, announced their it show. on the actual show. So apparently. He, as the, bit, the thing is, Kimmel's supposed to go back to Brooklyn, where he's from, and do a couple weeks of his shows there. So as he crosses the country, they're going to have Guillermo. Gui. Uh, Gui. G. Where? Where? I'm going to do it Guillermo. I'm going to fuck around with this. Geronimo. Let's call him Geronimo. I'll ask him. When he's here, we'll call him Geronimo. It's going to eventually turn to George. By the way, Guillermo <laughs> is just William, so you can call him William. Bill. Is that what it means? Yeah. Call him oh. Bill. All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> so he's going to stop by. Now, I don't know if every city, he's going to be in four different cities on, on each each night. But I don't know if um, each bar is going to have a lookalike. I don't, is it? Are they all bars? The four are there four places all bars? I don't I th- think I th- so. Well, well, did you listen carefully? No. And, why would I? Yeah, why would you? Why would you want correct information? I think they are all bars. And um, I think whatever the three other ones don't matter. No, it doesn't make any difference. No, I don't know if they're having uh, Guillermo look alike. Guillermo. I, hey, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Learn how to pronounce things correctly. Yeah, because I don't... What do you call someone who speaks uh, three languages? What do you call somebody that speaks with an accent? What do you call someone Somebody who speaks, who speaks three... one more la- language you, than you do. What do you call someone who speaks three languages? Um, Smart. Trilingual. What do you call someone who speaks two languages? Bi. Bilingual. What do you call someone who speaks one language? American. Oh, cute. <laughs> and what do you speak? Is it, uh, call somebody who only speaks a half a language. What the fuck is a half a language? The president. <laughs> anyway, Guillermo, continue. Yeah, so he's. they're going to be a lookalike. Now, I'm 
personally, I hope we can get Tamale Guy to, you know, we get tamale him a... Tamale Guy would win the whole Get a, a, a suit and um, get him a little mustache. But the boys next door at... Uh, Adobo. Uh, Adobo think they have an absolute knock. Hey, I think, uh, what's his nuts? The Republican would actually do a decent job. Yeah, we don't want to give them that kind of ink. Really? No. Okay. All right, well, never mind. So we've got some he's Adobo. A, he's a self-hating Hispanic. <laughs> we've got some Adobo people going to enter the Guillermo lookalike contest. No, it's we've a got... shame our boy Ruben Portos is alive. Yeah, it is, it is a shame. Cause... That would have been good. Oh, we have uh, Although, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you something about Ruben. When I was at, being, the, the Howard Stern show was doing me, and we had the, the show on here, and I was in the back room, um, he he said, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I would have froze. He, he could, <laughs> that, really? Yeah, and I believe him. He probably couldn't do this shit. He freezes. Now, yes, of course it's crazy. I thought the greatest um, TV show, what do they... Uh, what do they call that when they're doing reality? Would have had to be tra- have a camera on Ruben for like six hours every night when he's in here drinking, and uh, him mic it up, and just following him. People, you know, they go do their things, they go off shop and come back, and then just see what Ruben's up to now. It would have been great. Yeah. Well, but uh, you know, my idea, I wanted to get a parrot and put it up there. <laughs> and do it when men were men. Yeah. Yeah. That's tramps. Tramps. <laughs> street, street, then, Jimmy. Little Sergio sprinkled in there too. Who do we have too. on the show who has parrots? What, what do you mean? Um, well, oh, oh fa- fancy, fancy pants. pants has parakeets. Red and blue, or blue and green. Or what the fuck they're called? Well, Street Jimmy would die in to get Ruben's leg and stuff it and put it up on up behind the bar. That's disgusting. What is, this, what is this, Christmas story? Well, he thought it would be cool. Turn Ruben's leg into a lamp. Every time you talk about cutting Ruben's leg off, Jimmy falls on the floor in convulsive, convulsive laughter. <laughs> <laughs> this place is so fucked up. <laughs> I love it. All right, well, that's clearly why Jimmy Kimmel wants to come here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, so, so so anyway, now, we... I, <laughs> Yeah, so so it's going to be, but they have not given us the details. And once they announce it on their show, the place is going to be packed. Well, okay, so here's what we know: they're coming. We're not really sure what's happening. We they dropped off. They had some people, and they dropped off a bunch of equipment today, and they did all these tests with Toby to make sure things are working properly. Um, Kimmel obviously made a big announcement on his show the other night, so it's happening. Well, we, we just think. don't know. You what. know, until it actually happens. I, I, we just don't know what it is. I tend to be. You know, when Bourdain would do his shows here, or um, they do their when they were doing the Ebert movie, they didn't want anybody to know about it because it gets cr- too crowded. It, I mean, it's going to be packed in here. Can you think we can rope off our little section for us? Yeah, oh, a little, little VIP rope yeah, here. Yeah, right here. Yeah, velvet rope. <laughs> yeah, like that'll it. that's that's customer relations. <laughs> All the best, all the best. The little velvet rope. Yeah. Should we offer bottle service that night? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um, I love these great ideas. I, I mean, I expect to have my fucking seat joint that night. Is that too much well, to ask for? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we'll see what happens. <laughs> it's actually 
but it's, I did. It's happening on the night that we record the but podcast. But they did. They did request. So if we put two and two together. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna get. Does he even talk much? I don't know if he. Even yeah, we could do the whole fucking podcast in Spanish. Yeah, that, yeah that's that, a, that would be great for us. Yeah, us I, Americans. I, only words I know are chinga to madre. That's all you need. Okay. But part of the deal was... It'll help broaden our audience. We'll the, get a Spanish-speaking the, audience. The clincher to get Kimmel here was the genius oh, doing paintings of Guerrero and Jimmy. Now they, yeah, so you did those. I threw in the They're Jimmy. on the wall now. Yeah, but, you know, part of the bid is I did a great big pretty one of Guillermo. And I did a little one. Guillermo's painting is larger than Jimmy Kimmel's painting. Yeah, but there's a reason. What's the reason? The reason is I have empathy for sidekicks. Having been a sidekick myself a couple times with Anthony Bourdain, I know how hard it is for the sidekick to make the 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 big money boy the star. And I think Guillermo has the same problem. It's hard taking, you know, when you're when you're the real talent and making the other guy. Look like the star, so it's tough. Let's let's clarify this. What you're saying is, you made Bourdain the star that he was. Absolutely, and I think it's obvious Guillermo okay. made made Kimmel the star. Let me tell you, when Bourdain was in here filming, I recall him being in here and people being in here in his presence and freaking the fuck out. They were having mini orgasms. Yes, they were, because because they were I was fainting. because I was making him starlight. <laughs> My God! Sometimes I even just wonder how he can say these things in my life. I think we need to have vomit bags up here. <laughs> you know, why do you think they picked this fucking bar, kiddo? Because they were know. just thinking, oh, popcorn Liz likes podcast. to hang out there. Hey, you know. I mean, people in Seattle know. know You know, the reason reason is because geriatric genius. This is where I frequent. Because you're what? This is where I frequent. Yeah. You do a lot of things (laughs) frequently here. (laughs) Well, let me tell you. I will say your paintings of Guillermo and Jimmy are very nice. Oh, shocker. Shocker. Well, no, there's some paintings in here name that one. suck balls. Name, 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 name. I'm not a fan of Baby Curry's. You do? No. I think it's pretty doofus. good. I think it's pretty good. He made him look like a doofus. I think it's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> oh my God. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, we lost sound. We lost sound. Yep. Oh, nice work. What the hell are you doing? We lost what you doing? sound. What's going on? My headphones fell off. Hello, hello. No, we've yeah, got I don't know. I don't know what happened. Uh, pulled out. There we go. There we go. Oh, All we're right. good. We're okay, good. Okay, okay. Oh. All well, right, we so that's, that that's your more. opinion of no, the... No, leave it. I think it's more... <laughs> I think we're good. I think it gives us authenticity. What pulled out anyway? Just. I think, well, her squeaker... That's what she said. What are you doing? I'm going to take a picture, know. okay? <laughs> so we're all good now, right? <laughs> I, I, uh, I hope so. Yeah, I think we're good. This? I'll blame it on her if it doesn't work out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were doing beautifully until Rock and Roll Ruth uh, got frisky. Am I in the picture? Oh, here. 
We're actually literally taking pictures during this uh, recording right now. I was trying to go. do it discreetly. <laughs> oh, candidly? Yes. All right, well, um, I, I, there are some paintings I don't necessarily right, think name, are name. your best ones. You don't like a little curry. I mean, uh, Hawkeye Jr. Yeah. Um, I got to look around and remind myself. Oh, yeah. I don't think, I don't think the one of Kim was that great. Well, it's going to be probably not up there. Probably. Yeah, I know. That one will come down soon. Um, I'm just saying, you've had some highlights and some lowlights, but that's okay. That's life. I see a lot of highlights. I don't see any lowlights. I gotta say, one of my favorite paintings is probably mine. I wonder why, you, wonder why that is. Which, actually, that's a, a, a very large compliment because usually you say that most of the women you paint hate their paintings. Well, they bitch a lot. No, I have to keep fucking with them. I never bitched. When I saw it, I was like, wow, he did a really nice job. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so Guillermo, do you like your painting, Claude? What's that? Do you like yeah. your painting? Uh, yeah, I think it's in the basement now. <laughs> no. It's not up here. Right there. What? It's You're back? Oh, wait, I can't even, it's so far Never back, left. I can't even see it. Oh, I just didn't see it. No, it got moved from, from there to over there. Why the there. fuck would you put him all the way in the corner like that? He's next to Elvis. It's like, like, it might as well be in the basement. You know what I think my favorite painting is? That painting, the guy, the guy that stole his painting. Oh, sure. And then you painted him, stealing yeah. it. Yeah, I painted him, <laughs> I painted him, and then, so he said, he didn't like that. So he then said, if he brought his portrait back, would I take that down? I yeah. said, of course. <laughs> it's a big favorite. Ruth, like do you like your painting? Um, she yes. Bitch, she bitched about it for a month. Oh. <laughs> well, no, there's, I had to keep there's, there's, about it. There's hesitation. There's um, pause. Well, no, it's it, it's good. He, um, it it looked I looked very pale before, and he put some oh, color geez. in my cheeks. So. Uh, see, this is what you get with broads. That's what I'm saying. I I yeah, am a broad. Yours is. I'm beautiful. saying I love mine. I love mine. In fact, I actually want to take a picture of it so I can actually like put it somewhere else too. Well, you know, I could do a life size. Yeah, easily. Uh, yeah. Stand in the corner. <laughs> we could put it right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't need any. I don't need a. I don't need a sequel. I'm happy with what I no, got. No, I thought for your for your for your bedroom. Oh no, let's not, let's not get. But why do you gotta take it there? Take it to your bedroom. I don't. I, I don't know where you're going with this, and I'm not comfortable with yeah, it. Yeah, but I kind of got my hunch where I'm going. Yeah. With yeah, it. yeah. It's always where you're going. Hey, I got a funny I mean, story for you. Oh, yeah. Funny Remember story. when I was staying at your studio? Oh, over here. Yeah, over here. Yeah, I had a really cool studio. Yeah, he's got all the paintings that he can't put up in here because of large vaginal intrusions. But, um, yeah, I woke up with a girl one morning, and the light was... <laughs> she was like, "What? The, where the fuck am I? <laughs> I love like, that street. You're ingenious as hell. <laughs> yeah, I, I really got a lot done there. And I had unlimited supply of hot, naked models. Oh, my God. I'm not going to lie. If I ended up going home very intoxicated with someone, and I woke up the next yeah. day not really remembering, that would scare the fucking shit out of me to wake up around all your moody <laughs> paintings. And they were big. I mean, the big ones were there. <laughs> yeah, no, I, we're talking like eight feet tall. Yeah, you know? I 
had some really all spread. Yeah, yeah those those. <laughs> uh, that actually did happen to me one time. So the painting, yeah. if, if the painting is like eight feet tall, that means the vagina is probably like four feet tall. There you go. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> four foot long genitals. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> You had it happen to you, Ruth? Yes, I got really drunk and high my first time in Copenhagen. <laughs> and I woke up in the morning and I didn't know where I was and I looked up and there was this Japanese erotica, like this huge poster. Were you by yourself? Yeah. Oh. There was no guy? Yeah, there's gotta be someone next to you to be really freaked out. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe what the fuck somebody, did I do last night? Maybe there had been somebody there. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's the Ruth I want to know. That's the Ruth I want. Okay, well, listen. Um, back to the fact that you did a nice job with the two paintings. Nice? Mm -hmm. Call it nice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to... And let me give you... Let me, Give me a little background. Why did you ever just fucking accept the compliment? Because it wasn't. It was a half-assed compliment. I did something I said terrific. Something nice. But I'm just going to give gonna, you. I'm going to put it on my I'm, Instagram and, and Twitter tomorrow. I'm going to give you a little background. And I was Facebook. I had you know when we were, last week when we recorded, uh, Ruth thought I had because I wasn't feeling good. She had a bad reaction to a blue shot. Well, I think she's all right because my. Arm was shots all, will kill you. My arms are all both. Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ. Yes, a little misastrology. Anyway, my arm was all fucked up, and I felt flu, you know, kind of flu-likey. Flu it's it's going to be Scorpio season real soon, everybody. So anyway, I when, when Toby told me they wanted the paintings, I thought, okay, I'll do the paintings. And I was sweating. I'd have to go in. I'd have to lay down. But I got them done. I got them done about three and a half to four days. I'm not surprised that you are able to produce things when you yeah, but focus. Yeah, I, I was sick. When you, whatever. When you focus, when you don't overly nap. Well, given I've done about over a thousand masterpieces, written written three fantastic books, and very close to completing my fourth, I would say, yeah, uh, yeah, when I focus, which is like fucking most of the goddamn time. They say that art is in the eye of the beer holder. Yeah, well, the beer holders are mostly morons, so. He says as he lifts his... Yeah, <laughs> his watered-down fucking beer. I said mostly. <laughs> I, do, I do like the fact that you do admit when you are a complete idiot, imbecile, when it comes to certain things. Yeah, because I'm not into technology. <laughs> no, it's not even technology. It's a very handsome gentleman. Oh, yeah. Come on in, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Look at her. She's all riled up with the erotica what, talk. What am I? What am I? What, what am I? What am I stupid in other than technology? Well, so we had a big day today. Well, mechanics. We had a big day today. You constantly bitch at the fact that you have tasks for me to do. It's been like a whole summer. I well, that's your fucking fault for moving all the way to Hyde Park. Oh yeah, like a, what? A twenty-minute bike ride. It's more like an hour. <laughs> Jesus. It's hard. It was work. actually 50 minutes. Not when I ride. Yeah, when do you ride? When I ride, I ride. Friday night, date night. And Wednesday. <laughs> and any day that ends in Y. All right, we, I don't want to talk about that. Um, 
but remember when you used to live in Old Town and I would get to your house in like five minutes? Yeah, well you didn't show up very often then either. Bullshit! I was there like four or five times a fucking week. Bullshit. That's how we actually really bonded. <laughs> that was pre-blog days. Pre-podcast days. Alright, so what's your Am point? Am I boring you? No, what's your point? My point is this. You constantly bitch about the fact that I don't get to your house these days enough to help you with your stupid shit. I need it. I need it. So today, I actually decided that I was going to take... I've, told, I've talked about this before. I've been really trying to balance my work life, my stressful sort of shit with some personal time and usually that means during the day it usually means going to like the gym engaging in physical activity right just having me time so I decided that today because it's such a beautiful day and I knew it was going to be a beautiful day that I would plan to ride my bike because it's, it's about a 24 mile round trip bike ride between my house and your house so I decided that I was going to do that and then help you with your needs. And so I did it. And we got a lot of shit done. You were only a half hour late, too. I was fighting the elements. How, how, how late were you for the podcast tonight? About a half hour? 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Well, see, because everything else was delayed because it took me that much longer to get to your house. And then I stayed longer than planned because I really helped you out. Okay, so let's tell everybody what we did today. Get to your house. You're looking disheveled because you haven't had a nap yet. By the way, did you end up napping? Yes. Um, and I got there, clown, and he looked like a child that was in distress. When was this? Today. <laughs> Today. Oh, just a few moments ago. Around 2 o'clock, 2.30. 2.30 p.m. Um, but uh, Ruth made this delicious zucchini bread. Which was a nice, some more? I, I might. Which was a nice treat after my 12-mile my, uh, ride. And then we got to work. So immediately I had to pay a parking ticket online. I wanted to contest it. It was impossible to contest because you were wrong. And it was too late. You sat on it too long. Uh, so we had to pay a parking ticket. I'm just telling everybody what I had to do so they understand. I had to pay a parking ticket. I had to find him a better porn site. Well, I found the porn site. You wouldn't help me find the porn site. I don't know what the fuck that means. You, you, find me a better porn you see, site. See, you took my really good... My daughter got me a real good porn site. It was great gangbangs and stuff like that. I really liked it. And, and then you arbitrarily, without asking me... And you're yeah, because I'm in cool. charge of all your technology and that was all trashy. But I need that porn Why? site. Why? Because it's who I am. What, what, what does it do? I need to know that those women exist. You know they exist. Why do you got to see it? I need to know. I have be, need to be reassured. How do you feel about this, Ruth? Um, I don't want to know. Yeah, I don't make her watch with me. <laughs> well, one time he did. <laughs> really? You don't remember? No. <laughs> Never mind. I think my family listens to this now. I'm not, but 
did it help? Did it help what? your situation in the bedroom? Anyway. It was just so vile and gross and disgusting. <laughs> the kind I like. Clown, do you, remember, do you watch porn? You remember that porn star that used to come in here? Yeah, America's friend. Well, and there was another like, one too. People would be watching the movies while she's like hanging out at the bar. <laughs> oh like, yeah, they'd look, all be looking at the angles, see if it was. Yeah, it's her. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, when Lee saw her, his eyes almost popped out of his head. He said, I rubbed one off to her last night. <laughs> but there was another one, a girl that worked at uh, the uh, flower store. Yeah, what I was her name? Friend of uh, Hawkeye knew it. Clown, do you watch points? Do I? Hell yeah. He knows how to do computer stuff. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Okay, so, anyway, we got, <laughs> I made him find his thing that he well, likes. The big thing you did was I was worried because I'm almost done with my novel right. and I'm worried something will happen so I made you email and you got to email a copy. I will email it to Because I want to be... I've saved it in like four different places. Dung Beetle is fine. Um, the other thing we did was uh, I cleaned your fucking desk which had like two inches of dust and grime and your keyboard. Yeah, and my, my senior citizen um, got you your venture pass. card your free venture card yeah. which is going to be a work in progress because it's steps yeah okay but, but I need that because it just where do you go? I do go, you drive I, everywhere? no for a while before I started playing golf I, I take the L down here down to Randolph and walk over here that's always my exercise okay and the biggest thing we did Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was waiting for... I, I, I got an indoor driving for my golf because I have this you know, winter. You got like a little tent. What? You got like, it's like a tent that functions as a target. I have... It's, like a, it's, like a, it's a mesh net. It's a little indoor golf net. You hit balls into it. But you're so close to it. I don't know how it's gonna work. Yeah, this is a terrible. I after after building it, I noticed what you did. I can tell when I hit a good shot. How long have you had? How long have you had that thing? When did you order it? About a week and a half. Okay, so I got there, and he's like, "You know how to build this stuff?" And I was like, "I don't want to build shit. I'm not. I'm not not wired that way." But it was like doing a tent. But then, yeah. But then I look at it, and I'm like, "It's got the rods. It's got. It's a tent." So I'm like, I, I can pitch tents in my sleep. So we built the rods, we put the things, the things, and the, the baby popped up. Like, Unfortunately, the basement's not a real wholesome ugh. pastoral place. Oh, my God. <laughs> this basement, all I could smell was like a mixture of rat poop, a mixture of bat poop, and a mixture of asbestos. Well, also, that... And I'm glad you're going to spend all this fucking sewer. time down there. The sewer had backed up in that particular oh, part of the... Uh, that's what so I was shoveling up. So you're going to spend up. the goddamn winter down there hitting balls? Well, I, only, I don't plan on spending more than like 45 minutes. Every day? Yeah, because that Okay, one, so let's do the math. That's just going to kill you. That's your attitude? I have to have exercise. That's not fucking exercise. I'm going to look into oh. that, that oh. thing about... I want to see you do that. I want to see you do that for 45 minutes. The downstairs neighbor does something, I don't know if it's yoga or if it's walking, but it's inside the uh, Museum of Science and Industry, so... 
I'm going to find out about that. It starts at 8 in the morning, so when she said 8 a.m., I just tuned her out after that. But I'll find out. I don't understand why you just wouldn't get on the train and go to any fucking museum and just walk and walk and walk. I've got a museum right down the block, two blocks from my yeah, house. go there. Go to the Art Institute. Well, I've got to scout that out. Maybe I will. I just don't think the air quality down there is oh, by I, any means. Oh, really? You don't think the air quality is too good? I would think that that would be the first thing that would come into your mind when you would walk down there and start gagging. Yeah, the air quality is <laughs> not good. It's so disgusting down there. It's very disgusting. Anyway, so you pitch the damn tent. You set up your target. The shit's ready to go. <laughs> it's also the back, the back of it. Is against a concrete wall and a window. And yeah, but the key the golf balls. I was gonna, go. I was gonna pull a mattress out of the alley. But Ruth was. Just go buy a cheap mattress. Ruth wouldn't help. Go buy a cheap mattress for like seventy-five bucks. Can you? Yeah. Uh, an exercise you mat. The, you don't need the box spring. This is the mattress. An ex exercise twin, mat would twin be. Twin size. I just need some kind of a big pad thing. Mattress. Um, how do you know? How do you know an elephant has its period? Um, when you try to screw it, it gets mad. I feel like this is one of those jokes I learned when I was like nine years old. How do you learn? How do you know when an elephant has its period? There's a dime on your dresser and your mattress is gone. Get it? Yeah, it's, it's. I don't find it. You know, clown. Ask clown. He's a professional. I'm a professional. <laughs> He's not laughing. I, I don't see him. I don't see him incorporating that into his act. Although he might. Yeah, I might. I won't remember it though. I'll tell it wrong. I said I and learned people this joke. Go, and I was was like, that funny? <laughs> I don't know. You Liz told me it. You you fucked an elephant on your mattress? That's the sophistication of the audiences around. I said I learned it when I was like nine years old. I thought of a great story the other day. One time I, when I had a heart attack, they put me in the ambulance out in front of the house. And I got into the ambulance and they stuck the intravenous line in. And they were playing music. And they were playing that song, Half the Man I Used to Be. You know, half the man I used to be. And I said, what the fuck, man? Can't you guys pick better music? And he said, hey, dude, at least we're not playing Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> you, like your, you like your paramedics have a sense of humor. Yeah. Let's go around and pick up dying people. Fuck with them. <laughs> Take all their money and fuck with them. Well, it's gallows humor, you know. Yeah. Uh, you lessen the, lessen the sting. Watching people die all day. Speaking of music, I was asked by a cultural organization, I got an invitation uh, by a uh, cultural organization to be a part of an exhibition they have going on. And they wanted me to come do a lecture or make connections to beer. <laughs> and the exhibition is about Bob Dylan. And if anyone Bobby, knows me, Bobby Zimmerman. If anyone knows me, I ain't gonna work at my father's hardware show, store no more. Anyone knows how much I freaking hate Bob Dylan. Well, just because he got baptized in Bat Boone's swimming pool. I just do not like his voice. I don't like his music. Oh, I'm, I'm. 
to answer my plan and going in a way. What's not to like? I don't think that's what he sounds like. He's more, yes, he he's more whiny than guttural. <laughs> Nasally. Oh. This is a discussion that Buzzkill and I used to always have. Yeah, he, he, he liked him, didn't he? Yeah, we used to always fight about he it. He did like him? Yeah. I'm kind of hey. shocked. And when, when, when are you going to do that, your little tribute to him? I, eventually. I, oh, I, eventually. I, I started to write down some stuff about Buzzkill for the blog, but I just was having a really hard time just putting together all the thoughts in a cohesive manner. And then I decided that maybe I would just do a, a more broad write up about loss. Over the last few months. Is that acceptable? No, it's not acceptable. Uh, man the fuck up and write a goddamn tribute. I'll think about it. Hey, what about that picture of Lyra? Wasn't oh, that unbelievable? I'm gonna, I'm gonna paint that. Oh, I've not. Clown sent me a photo of Lyra. Oh, really? And, and boy. Oh man, and, he's just. It's like a Muhammad oh, Ali yeah. picture. No, that. Oh no. He just clocked the. Ali never looked that mean. He looked mean. Did he? <laughs> he really looked. Mean. One of my top oh, five favorite paintings I in this whole establishment. I definitely. That's a painting. One of my top five favorite paintings in this whole establishment is the one of Johnny Lero that I look at every day He's when we do this podcast behind my back. I know. So I'm very excited for this next one, especially if it's that. The next one's gonna be really good. Yeah, I, I never saw that one before. No, it was amazing, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> he looks mean. Oh, well, Johnny was mean. He's got that grin, but he's not. Yeah, Johnny was a very mean guy. Yeah, you know what? He, uh, I had him over one night having dinner with me and Mrs. Clown, and he started like hitting on her. Right in front of you. Right in front of me, oh, and I didn't care. But then, like when we were both alone, he'd say, "You know, I'm, you don't mind if I hit on your girl, do you?" Of course. You know, just, and they just kept fucking with me, like. Yeah. Like I was going to say something to him. No, no, Johnny, I'm going to punch your face <laughs> out if you fuck with my old lady. I saw his second to last flight. Oh, my God. You good? Yeah, and um, it was at the Congress Hotel. Congress Theater? They, they have a little theater. From Milwaukee? No, Congress Hotel. Congress you know Hotel? It's on Ma- Michigan Avenue. Yeah, they have a thing right. yeah. there? Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that, but they did. And so uh, it was the second to last fight. It's fighting some Puerto Rican guy. And he's getting Now, t- today, they would stop the fight in the first round. There gets knocked down three or four times in the first round. This guy just beating the shit out of him. And second round. I mean, so Johnny gets st- knocked down the first five or six rounds. He must have been knocked down seven, seven or eight times. Well, the girls are making all kinds of motions, and I'm trying to tell a goddamn story. So anyway, <laughs> he he gets uh, knocked down. They should have stopped this fight. So the Puerto Rican guy starts doing a Muhammad Ali thing and strutting around yeah. the ring, and Johnny's <laughs> just kind of staggering and <laughs> holding on to the ropes. And, well, I was going to tell that story. Okay. Oh, I'm listening. So... <laughs> Anyway, he, this guy, and so all I can see Johnny, I had real good seats. Lois Berger got the seat. She was doing PR for the fight. And I could see Johnny out of the corner of his eye, kind of looking at the guy. With, he's got his arms up in the air, and he's cakewalking. And uh, 
So all of a sudden Johnny gets him gets him a shot. Gives him a shot to the jaw. Start then gives him two body shots, doubles him over. Now the worst thing that happened to this guy was he gets tangled up in the ropes and he doesn't fall down. So now he's stuck in the ropes. Johnny starts pounding his head. Is that allowed? Well, and apparently in Chicago back 25 years ago. So, uh, so, so when I ran, I met Johnny about a year later over at um, uh, the Salad Club. He wanted to play pool with me. I, he said, my name's Johnny Lear. I said, oh, I know who you are. And um, I said, yeah, man, I saw that fight. He says, yeah. I went home, he went to the hospital. Yeah, he really <laughs> fucked the guy up. <laughs> Then he got, he got killed in his last I think that's fight. very sportsmanlike conduct to beat somebody up and was stuck in the ropes. Johnny was not known for his sportsmanship. No, he actually, uh, somebody slept with Johnny's girlfriend one time. And um, he approached the guy, confronted him, and he said he was going to have to, you know, hit him a few times. He said he wouldn't hurt him. <laughs> so he slowly beat the shit out of him for about two hours. Just, just enough to keep going like you wouldn't knock the guy out and he told me that story and he was just laughing the whole time oh I hit him one time thought that might do it I was kind of hoping he'd get back up so two like two hours he would do this yeah just punish people but Johnny 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 was also Johnny was very smart very smart very articulate now at the very end of course his brain got off but um he was the, the um, not he, he you know he grew up in the patch which is a big, big outfit Italian outfit place over on Grand Avenue the Grand Avenue outfit and uh, so he he did a lot of stuff for them but he also did political stuff like he'd do stuff for Ed Kelly and like if they were having I mean I remember Ed Kelly said if we were having a problem in some precinct with somebody doing we'd just send Johnny over to take care of it but when they had the um, that big mafia trial where um, uh, uh, Lombardo, Joey, Joey the Clown, speaking of the Clown, Joey the Clown, Joey the Clown Lombardo. <laughs> That's right. When he met you, he says, "Yeah, yeah I, know I, like, I know, I know, I know a guy named the Clown, the clown too. Joey the Clown Lombardo." Yeah. So Johnny um, went, was the only character witness any of those mafia guys had when they had. I forget what the name of the. Uh, what the hell? It was a big. It was a real big outfit trial, because those guys can't hire good lawyers, because they, uh, you know, they can't show the dope that they got that kind of dope. So they have to use like Ellen. They have to use, you know, lawyers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, Johnny not only is a character witness for Joey the Clown, but he goes out and does a TV interview with all the cameras going, and I loved it. He, all of a sudden, turn, watching the news, and there's Johnny out there testifying, uh, being interviewed, and he says, "The the um, Fed could convict a tomato of being a vegetable." I love that. It's great because, as you probably know, what a tomato is, right? A fruit. Yeah, yeah. But Johnny did that. He didn't give a fuck about all the publicity or anything. He just went out there. And then when he got arrested, some big election thing, they said, well, there was violence at such and such a place, so they arrest Johnny. Johnny says, Johnny says, 
Well, and she says on TV, yeah, I've been arrested 77 times, but I was never guilty. And, uh, but his most famous arrest was uh, Billy, uh, Officer Bill told a story, and I've heard, I've heard it from other cops too. Johnny is driving his car out in 50, I think it was on a, uh, US 57. A co- state copper pulls him over and pulls out his gun. And Johnny says, hey man, put the gun away. I'll do whatever you say. But I've been shot a couple times and I'm gun shy. So just put the gun away. So the guy got real aggressive with the gun. So Johnny punched him in the jaw and knocked him cold. And then he gets on the cop radio. He says, officer down. Gives the exact date. And when the, when the cops come flying up there, he's got his hands, he's laying, leaning against the car with his hands on the car. And he beat the case. One guy I wish I would have met. That's well, yeah, he, he got arrested one time for breaking an elevator. I didn't know that. Yeah, and when they got... This is actually on the internet. I don't know how he broke it, but they said that he broke the elevator, and then they stopped and questioned him, and um, he pretended like he was deaf and dumb. <laughs> so in the police report, they said that Mr. Lira, they got his ID, so knew who he was, said, Mr. Lira, who's deaf and dumb, claimed that... He do nothing about the elevator. Well, he you could do sign. He could do sign there. You know what that yeah, is? Yeah, so he, I think that's why he convinced him. That is top-notch Old Town Alehouse <laughs> regular behavior. <laughs> well, I, I, I was Arthur, Arthur and Beatrice took uh, Gracie and me to dinner one time over at uh, uh, La Scarola, and right next to La Scarola is a is a this famous kind of outfit bar called Richard's. Where they yeah, still I love Richards. they still smoke in there. They have one drink in there before I'm smoked out, but yeah. Yeah, the smoke is just bright as fuck in there too. The, but, the, the owner Bunny, but, I asked her why it was so bright in there. She goes, "I was always taught that you want to know who you're drinking with." <laughs> well, we we so we, we're we're now Gracie's about 15, 16 years old. We go to the last girl. He says it'll be about 25 minutes, but you care to go to the bar next door? We'll just come and get you. So we go in there, and there's Lyra, and he's real, real drunk. So he comes up to me, oh, and he introduces us to the owners, and so they want to buy us all a drink, and Gracie says, no, no, I'm not, she says, I'm not, I'm only 60, I don't give a fuck, go ahead, what do you want? So the mo- the wife said, no, if the girl doesn't want a drink, she doesn't have to have a drink. Well, I think she should have a drink. So um, Lyra comes up to me, says, hey, Bruce, I need a favor. What's your problem? He says, you remember that bar, it's on State Street, I think, not either Russia's, called Jay's. It was a real institution down in the Rush Street area. Jay was a good friend of Ranelli. And, um, but it was, it was one of the big, big, big inn bars down in Rush Street years ago. So, he says, I was in Jay. He says, first, now here's what he actually tells me. Bruce, have you ever known me to be violent? I said, have I ever known you to be violent? <laughs> I've seen you almost kill people. I mean, not in the ring. I mean, outside of the ring. I said, yeah, I see you get violent. Well, anyway, neither, that's neither here nor there. He said, um, I was in Jay's, minding my own business. And I go up to the jukebox. Sounds like every old-time alehouse regular. And I put, I put a couple bucks in the jukebox and nothing. So I go tell the bartender big blonde guy he says excuse me sir <laughs> 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 
Yeah, those <laughs> words don't exist. Excuse me, sir. He says, and you gotta remember, Johnny in his prime, he was only uh, a lightweight. You know, I think he won gold gloves when he was uh, as a welterweight or middleweight. So he's not a real big guy or anything. So anyway, he goes, he says, excuse me, sir, but the ju- uh, jukebox screwed me out of some money. He goes, so he, now here's what Johnny said. The guy said, hey, go fuck yourself. He says, sir, please, don't talk to <laughs> sir, me. Please. That's disrespecting me. And the guy says, hey, go fuck yourself. I'm not, you're not getting any money or anything like that. So then the guy kind of makes a move. So I kind of had to pull him over the bar, and I gave him a few hits. And now I'm in kind of trouble. I'm in, I'm in trouble. So if you could say something to Jay. Well, I barely knew Jay. But Rinaldi has his Christmas party about two weeks later. So we're all over at Rinaldi's Christmas party. And he's standing there talking to Jay. Jay Emmerich. Yeah, that's his name. Jay Emmerich. So I walk over. I says, listen, um, Jay, Johnny Lira asked me to talk. That motherfucking son of a bitch. He goes, he goes, he goes nuts. He, he he dragged my bartender over the bar. He took him out and beat the shit. He put him in the hospital for two fucking weeks. I says, oh, well, he kind of thought there was a misunderstanding. <laughs> that fucking that. So, yeah, that was guy a little misunderstanding. Excuse me, sir. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> excuse me, sir. The jukebox just fucked me out of some money. That is definitely a alehouse story. Yeah, sometime we'll talk about his funeral. That was a really boy, was that a beauty. Um, okay, so uh, it's been an, uh, uh, an interesting few days. Got some shit done for you, Bruce. Well, we're hoping this records everyone. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed. Um, it, it, it records. Uh, we've got cable uh, coming soon. So a lot of excitement happening in the bar. Um, I'll take this time to do a plug for the Chicago Museum. Oh, by the way, don't go to Grand Rapids. Tornadoes, floods. What? Yeah, I just looked. They got horrible. It's heading right straight for Grand Rapids. Yes. I have to go to Grand Rapids tomorrow to present at the I warned her, Association everyone. of Midwest Museums Conference. And Bruce is not happy I'm doing that. No, I don't want you to drown. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, but I am going to do a quick quote to the Chicago Museum um, at the end of October, October 24th to 27th. We are hosting a four-day conference here in Chicago for the public about beer history and culture, uh, and we're doing it with our friends at the uh, Smithsonian's National Museum of American History. So it's a collaboration between us and the Smithsonian, uh, and we're going to have four days of fun stuff happening at the Field Museum, the History Museum, breweries, taverns. Um, so just visit chicagobruseum.org. Uh, put it on Facebook, and then I'll put it oh, okay. on the Alehouse as the Alehouse turns. I will. Uh, Facebook page. It's, it's, it's going to be a, a, a lot of fun, mm-hmm. a lot of education, and a lot of drinking. Look who's here, the piano player and uh, the nurse. They're, they're Brian, the, Brian, the piano player. They, they're back. They're, they're uh, 
trying to move to Copenhagen, but they have to come back. I will also tell you that for the first time ever, Goat Girl is here. Oh yeah, that's right. Audience. Yeah, Goat Girl. I asked her to be. I asked her to be a guest tonight. She's like, I love you to pieces, but hell no. (laughs) She has a career to worry about. Yeah, and I will say that Goat Girl went to the University of Mississippi. And Lee is wearing a University of Alabama t-shirt. Uh-oh. And she was cracking skulls earlier. It's going to be a real sort of Jets shark situation happening right here at the, at the bar when we're done. Oh, boy. I know. I know. All right, well, listen. I wanted to give a shout-out to my niece, Leslie, who found out today that she passed the bar exam. So she's officially a lawyer in Illinois. And then, like Richie Daly, she didn't flunk it six times in a row and then have to pay somebody. What kind of an attorney is she going to be? I have no idea. Um, she's currently working for Kim Fox. Oh, wow. Well, she'll be looking for a new job pretty soon, I guess. <laughs> All right, everybody. If everyone needs an, at- an attorney of some sorts, not really sure what kind of attorney, uh, there's one available. Yeah. All right. Uh, clown? Thanks for being here. Oh, yeah. I hope it uh, turned out okay. And Clown was here early, which might be a good example. I had a very busy day getting my ass to your house. Can you say thank you? I, I don't I, even know why you said thank you to me. No, today. I did say I was reclining on the couch, and as you got up to leave, I said, th- thank you. Uh, I didn't hear it. I said it. I think my ears were full of asbestos. I had, by that time, not having a nap was really catching up with me. It actually was the perfect time for me to come visit you because you're a little bit less <laughs> difficult. Well, next time, I'll take, I, I, was, I, I thought, you know, I should probably rush in and take a nap because she'll be late. But I waited too long. Okay, well, Claude, thanks for being here. Uh-huh, no problem. Rock and Roll Roo, thanks for setting up and uh, getting us the drinks as always. Anything else, genius? Uh, no, I think that we've covered quite a bit right now. All right, well, say goodnight, genius. Goodnight, genius. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you next time. Bye.